Today is the feast of St. Peter Claver. I'd like to reflect a bit on his life and ministry. Peter was a scholastic studying on the island of Mallorca when he became close to a Jesuit brother working as the receptionist in the community. His name was Alphonsus Rodriguez, who later was canonized with Peter. Alphonsus encouraged him to volunteer for ministry in the so-called New World. Peter did just that. He was sent to present-day Colombia, to the port city of Cartagena. He finished his theology studies there and was ordained, and he spent his whole life as a Jesuit priest ministering to the enslaved persons when they arrived on ships from West Africa and visiting the sick in the local hospitals when no ships were arriving. He acknowledged at one point that he baptized about 300,000 enslaved persons. With the help of interpreters, he would briefly explain the Catholic faith to an individual and then baptize them. Before doing any of this, he would give them some food and drink and try to treat their wounds. He would attempt to visit every individual on deck and below deck. Below deck was simply intolerable for everyone except Peter. There is no doubt that Peter was a man of huge heart, awesome love, with deep desire to assist in some way the most wretched of people. It is said that he advocated for laws permitting enslaved persons to enter into Christian marriage and for laws prohibiting the separation of families. But to a large degree, he worked within the system. By contrast, the Dominican priest, Bartolome de las Casas, advocated very powerfully for the abolition of the whole system of slavery, advocating both in Latin America and in his home country of Spain. A really tragic period in Peter's life was the last four years after he contracted the plague. His community hired a former enslaved person to care for him. He mistreated Peter and cheated him terribly, terribly, but Peter never complained. When the supposed caregiver's behavior was discovered, it was too late. Peter Claver was a creature of his time, and yet, within the limits of his vision, he loved with an extraordinary intensity and persistence. He described himself as the slave of slaves forever. In our time, we who are the beneficiaries of a massively constructed constructed social system are called to think systemically and not just personalistically about anti-black racism. It's in our bodies, our psyches, our spirits our individual bodies, our individual psyches, and our individual spirits, and our corporate bodies, our corporate psyches, our corporate spirits. Tirades about wokeism notwithstanding. The liberation of us who are white from this systemic sin will take a very long time. God's powerful grace and our continued self-reflection and honesty of spirit.